Welcome to the Geek Sweat Podcast. We, we watch films to save you hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. And we bring you hot topics in the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb-listed filmmakers, review sweat on online series as they stream, trailer talk on upcoming feature films, and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. Sharing the frame with me today are... Akosh. Hi. Stephen. Hi. And... Trevor. Hey now. Myself, Dom, and our new controller, Neo Geo. Hello, everyone. Between your ears and our voices, we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology, recorded on blue ice microphones, sound mixed in Audacity software, projecting on Optima Full HD, and computerized by Toshiba. We are now recording live and direct from Ithaca House. Woo! So today we are bringing you another hot topic and today's hot topic is a really contentious one because the producer of the James Bond films, Barbara Broccoli, who you may have noticed is herself a woman, has said that the part of Doctor Who will never be played. Doctor Who? James Bond, we did Doctor Who last week. Stephen, this is your fault for still being here. Stephen, why are you still here? He's time travelling, that's why. He's time travelling. So, Barbara Broccoli, who is the producer of James Bond, not Doctor Who, has said that the part of James Bond, not Doctor Who, will never be played by a woman. How do we feel about this? I mean, Barbara Broccoli should be pushing forward the envelope as a female, because she's probably one of the most influential women in the film industry by being behind the James Bond franchise. You'd think she would at least open a door once to that idea. I mean, I've always seen 007 as a code name and not a character. That's my take I on James Bond. I think that's where we've got to. I think the, so the what idea it was one person died a long time ago because it's physically not possible. Or he'd have the highest hospital bill ever. So why does Sean Connery mourn his wife in the film after on Her Majesty's Secret okay, Service? So where that's George dies. Lazenby. <laughs> okay, where yeah, it dies is... In the film afterwards, yeah. his, the wife that dies, oh, for continuity. in Her Majesty's Secret Service, is mourned. Um, okay, so what I'm saying, where it died as being one something. person is 1985. That's <laughs> when Roger Moore stopped. That's when we can stop believing it was one person because but, then Timothy Dalton took over and it's obviously wanna, a different person. But I want to say something Tim- about the George Lazenby legend because the thing is, he was brought in at a time where I think they'd opened it out to a lot of different people. And I've got a bad, I've got an interesting thing that Lewis Collins may have been one of, who's in the professionals, had an opportunity to be James Bond and was overlooked for George Lazenby because he didn't get on with the producers. But George Lazenby, I don't think he screen tested well, so he ended up doing one episode of the James Bond series. So it's possible that the story after OHMSS was still written, but it had to be played by another actor. But, you know, there are two callbacks to that because in Roger Moore's um, story, um, For Your Eyes Only, at the beginning of that story, he lays flowers on the grave of his wife. And um, it says on the grave that she died in 1969, Mm. which is when they did On Her Majesty's Secret Service. So at that point, it is still the same person. Mm -hmm. But for me, when Roger Moore retired, it stopped being the same person. After that, it's a code name. Yeah. That's my take on it. Well, if it's a code name, then there's surely no problem with a woman playing the role, yeah? Yeah. 
I mean, uh, I mean, you might have to change the first name. I've got no problem with that. <laughs> I mean, I, this might be a short episode. I've got no problem with it being a woman. I would welcome it being a woman. I also think that Daniel Craig should have retired like a film ago or really? two films ago. Yeah. Why do you think? I think he's been the most in shape Bond that they've had to do all of the he's physical physically stunts. Physically in shape. I mean, he looks good, but yeah. I mean, he's so jaded by now. He's so like. He looks mentally knackered, never mind what shape he's in. But the thing is, I think um, James Bond, because I've met a gentleman called Terry Bamber, who I hope we can get onto this show, who's a f- second or first assistant director on at least 10 or more James Bonds. Like, filming James Bond is like one of the most gruelling productions you can do because of the locations, the stunts, the setups, and everything that goes into it. And I think being the head of that franchise as the lead actor you have not got a window of opportunity to take on another project, take a break, or even take time off from the gym. So I can understand why a lot's taken out of him, you know? Yeah, I just feel like um, the last one, it kind of wrapped up his story really neatly. And I don't really like what I think they're going to do with the story, which is I think they're going to kill off his girlfriend and there'll be like another revenge motivation. Okay, And I think killing off female characters as a motivation for men taking revenge is really lazy and outdated and i wish they hadn't done that and also i'd say purvis and wade who are the bond screenwriters are the least essential part of the whole franchise and if barbara broccoli did one good thing it would be to fire them because they are really past their sell-by date which is as, as the screenwriters, they, oh. they should go. They should go. They've written the worst episode ever, Die Another Day. They should have been fired after that. And oh, they're still the, uh, the around. Iron, the the, fa- the, the pseudo Iron Man car. one. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got the kind of weird Iron Man guy as the villain, isn't it? Because he kind of puts on some kind of exoskeleton suit and he ends oh, up you know, fighting it's got it. Every, nothing is right about it, really. Yeah. There's not, not much right about that. It's got Rosamund Pike who's good in it, but there's not much that's right about that. I'm just going to call back one thing in Casino Royale because I do believe that Daniel Craig, when he has a first meeting in a kind of dark, shadowy uh, spaces of a West End flat, I think she does mention in a line that um, there's been 007s before. So I think they make a reference to, in Casino Royale, that 007's a code name. But in terms of 007 is a different gender, who do we nominate, if we can, to be in that role? Mm, good question. Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker, yeah, who's now busy being a female doctor. Yeah, yeah. She, could, she, could push, she could, like, um, go through all the glass ceilings. Yeah. She could get really good at going through glass ceilings that yeah. she can do it for everyone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> be what, is the, what is the name? Is, is Jane Bond or what? Um, oh, that's actually, that's an interesting thing. Do we do we change the name to Jane Bond? Jane Bond? Yeah, I mean, you can have a Jamie. Jessica, J-A- Jessica Bond. J-A-M-I-E. Yeah. That, might, that, that might be good. JJ. I mean... Gio, who who do you think who do you think should play the next female Bond if there is one? The most badass actress ever, Angelina Jolie. Ooh, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Because I mean, why not? The thing is, Angelina Jolie, I think she's been in too many um, cheesy films, and I think she had her time in Tomb Raider, and I don't think she has had. Um, I mean, these are successful franchises and she's been in big films, but I think for her, maybe for her age and her stature and the fact that she's already played a spy movie in um, Salt and Wanted, I think 
if you're going to bring a new character in, like the regenerating Doctor, they need to kind of be fresh, like how Daniel Craig was in 2005, and 2006. American. Who? And she's American. She does a fairly oh, good Oh, yeah, you'd be accent. crossing the line, wouldn't you, by picking an, a non, the first non-English British. actor to play it? No, it's been, he's been Australian, oh, he's yeah. been Scottish, he's been Welsh. Commonwealth. No, no but the actor, the actual actor. Yeah, the actor. He's been Australian. Oh, was, was Lazenby Australian? Lazenby is Australian. Obviously, he's been Scottish. Mm. Um, he was English originally, and then Ian Fleming was so impressed by Sean Connery, he ended up like giving James Bond some Scottish ancestry. Yeah. Scottish ancestry is the word. I thought, Scottish, I thought, Swiss. I thought um, he was half Scottish, half Swiss from the writing of Ian Fleming. Well, that Ian. came after the fact. Oh, okay. It's like Doctor Who. They like you know did some stuff. Oh, is that like um, how the J.K. Rowling retroactive writing again? Pretty much something like that. So the Welsh James Bond was obviously Timothy Dalton? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> who was good? So, I liked uh, him. He was good. Akosh, who, who plays the um, next female James Bond whilst Gio racks his brain for another nomination? I, I, don't, I don't know. Just have some new young somebody. Yeah. I think. I mean, not, not exist or something. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm trying to think. I, I would I'm like... going to put this out there. Charlie's Theron. Oh, she's South oh, African. Uh, yeah. That's Commonwealth. Was it Commonwealth? It wasn't Commonwealth. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just probably edit that out. I don't know. I mean, Charlie's Theron, she was in um, an interesting film the other day, and um, it was one of those... Um, this is kind of a Jason Bourne um, action thriller called Atomic Blonde, which oh, has got Atomic a sequel. Blonde so she's got, the, she's got the fight in her. But yeah, she's going to be in that franchise. So Atomic Blonde, the sequel's coming out in we don't know when, but it's, it has been announced. But I think I, I'm always wary of people who, who do too many franchises to kind of be taken seriously as the character they're playing. So I, I reckon it should go to somebody who's been in Game of Thrones, I think. I think we need, we need to pull one of those um, swords and uh, dragons women out. Maybe Amelia Clark. I thought she could act. I need a yeah. taller, I think. Taller. Um, actually, there's a really tall woman who, in. Oh, um, uh, I'm trying to remember her name. There's a very tall woman in. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie. Sophie, Sophie Turner. No, no, Gwend- Gwendolyn Christie. Then <laughs> I'll put that name forward. So um, Tarion of, of of Bath. Brienne I think it's Re- Brienne of Tarth. So I think Gwendolyn Christie could be a legitimate move for a female Bond. Not just because of her stature, but I think she's got um, an interesting screen presence as well. And she's and people got used to her fighting men on screen as well. I wouldn't laugh at it, man. I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't get a kick in the face from her. But um, She's taken down a bear. You know, yeah. We'd have no chance. She fought a bear with her bare hands, didn't she? So, um, Akosh, who, who are we saying? The bear had bare hands too. <laughs> so, Akosh, who is your female nomination for the next James Bond? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, I, mean, I think um, somebody younger, I mean... But James Bond isn't young. He's kind of in his 40s, isn't he? That's young. For us, yeah. Now that MK is with us. Say the film. You know the... um, What film was she in? uh, Deadpool. Deadpool girl. Deadpool? Yeah. uh, Ah. Oh, from Atlanta? No. Uh. Deadpool 1 or Deadpool 2? 
The wife. Morena Baccarin. Yeah. Okay. We're not sticking with English people. So she's Brazilian by the seams by the seams of it. Um so what what are the qualities of Morena Baccarin to play a female bond? She's very attractive. Oh come on, Akash, you're better than that. Um, um no but we've all made thoughtful choices. <laughs> yeah. You just said someone who's very attractive. Yeah. It's not only that, it's like I presence is believable. She has been in some decent action films. She's been in Serenity, she's been in Deadpool and Deadpool 2, and she's also been in V, the alien TV series. So, I mean, she's in people's public consciousness. Okay, so that's a bit of a, a political thriller as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Gio, are you sticking with Angelina Jolie? Well, I am, mainly because to play uh, James Bond or Jamie Bond, you need a good jawline, yeah. and she definitely ticks that box. Um, second one, she's been in a massive franchise, but let's relaunch her career, Emma Watson. Emma Watson's a possibility. I, mean, I just want to say something about Angelina Jolie as well, because... Um, not to discredit Gio at all. She's actually been in a feature film that was earmarked uh, for a male lead. Uh, no less than, uh, I think, Tom Cruise. Akos, yeah. can you tell us more? She was in a sort. She was, in, she was sort. Um, 2010? And originally was, um, was a male character. Was, she, the name was Edward Salt. And they okay. changed it, uh, Emily. Uh, and the original was Tom Cruise, but uh, Tom Cruise just turned down the role, and uh, she she came and just changed the name. And uh, I mean, I think there is actually a um, online portal called the Blacklist, where you can see um, uncontracted uh, feature film scripts, and Salt is one of those ones that were famously being bandied around as a script that needed a production company. And you can actually see online the original script through, I think it's theblacklist.com, um, with the original male lead really? instead of the female. And yeah, it did go to Tom Cruise. Edwin, but Edwin A. Salt. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it was, it'd, been, it'd been in circulation for like two or three years, and then she bought the rights to it so she could take it on as a new project. So amazing stuff. Um, Dom, so have you got a nomination for uh, female James Bond? Apart from Charlie's Theron, you're trying to get me to move away from my. Are you first sticking pick. or twisting? Radio silence. Radio, Radio silence, silence is okay. never good, by the way. You so know, they so teach you not to do that. So, Stephen, are you sticking or twisting with Jodie Whittaker? Uh, that, that was more of a, a light-hearted answer. What would be your <laughs> serious? I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean. If I'm completely honest here, the last James Bond film I saw was A View to a Kill. Yeah. So I'm not exactly um, up with yeah. new Bond. So basically, your, um, your interest in James Bond died when like new romantic bands stopped when, doing the soundtrack. What, what do you more when? It was yeah. just, what was the point? That's what I said. That's when it stopped being one character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the thing is, like, Rod uh, I mean, let's talk about Roger Moore because his character was quite low on the action and quite high on the misogyny, as it were. And so, camp. And, and camp. Yeah, yeah. Is there a female 
actor now who you could say is a constant sexual threat, uh, giving camp one-liners and... Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh, oh, okay. So tell us a little bit about yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge because I think um, she was she in a programme... She wrote and starred in her own sitcom called uh, Fleabag. I say it's a sitcom, but it's quite Dark, bleak. Yeah. yeah. She wrote a Channel 4 sitcom called... Um, Oh, what was it called? It's about living in a like a Guardian crashing, crashing uh, in 2016. Yeah. She wrote it or she acted in it? She wrote and acted in that. Amazing. And she wrote Killing Eve, which is currently on BBC One. And she's more recently the uh, C3PO equivalent in Solo, a Star, Star Wars story, yeah. L, as L337. Um, so I think she's credited as being the voice of L337 but mm. I think extra credit needs to go to her because I think she also did the motion capture movements to create the movements behind the robot itself as well she, I think she also improv some of the lines mm. and if she didn't it's the best writing the writers came up with okay so um, out of Phoebe Waller-Bridge uh, Charlie's Ferron Angelina Jolie and I'm going with Gwendolyn Christie and uh, Marina Baccarin. Yes. Who can we honestly say is the strongest candidate? Well, I've gone for an actual Brit. So. Yeah. <laughs> I might. I might trade in Gwendolyn Christie. British. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Do, do, you know what? I might trade in Gwendolyn Christie for Phoebe Waller-Bridge because hmm. maybe we've had, a, we, we've had enough of the blonde blonde bonds for now, and maybe going back to a brunette is what we need to do. A dark head bond. Well, um, I think that's offensive. Why can't you have two blonde bonds? <laughs> Point taken. But I'm still going for Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I, I think I think it'll give her. And the other thing about the franchise is, I, I'm thinking long term. She wants to do four or five uh, bonds. They may extend Game of Thrones by another two or three seasons. So Gwendolyn Christie won't, might not be available. Game of Thrones is finishing next season. So, I mean, go, let's go back to the Barbara Broccoli article, though. Cause I, she... I, was, I was told when I was a kid that um, Broccoli was invented to um, make money for James Bond films. Broccoli was invented. <laughs> That's in the vegetable. The name. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this is what we're going to say. Is in the Guardian article, it says here, the future has looked shaky for cinema's biggest hero because the director of his latest adventure quit 14 weeks before shooting. That was Danny Boyle. And the release date was pushed back. Not so long ago, the actor who plays him said he would rather slash his wrists than reprise the role. That's the current Daniel Craig. But there is one thing about which James Bond can rest easy is his manhood. Speaking to The Guardian, 007's producer uh, or executive producer, Barbara Broccoli, ruled out any Doctor Who-style gender reinvention for Ian Fleming's super spy. She is, quote, saying, Bond is male. He's a male character. He was written as a male, and I think he'll probably stay as a male. I mean, is that a good message to uh, come out with in this kind of era of uh, diversity, inclusion, and trying to find new platforms for female filmmakers? I think they should have been open to making it a woman. I think it's the right time to do that kind of thing. Mm. I mean, we'll have to see where they go with the next James Bond, because I think... Daniel Craig is going to bow out after this one. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of talk about Idris Elba. That would be a yeah. massive thing if he gets it. And yeah. I think 
because of the the race the race change. yeah because of the the race change and you know that would upset some daily mail readers and <laughs> other people who are unenlightened let's say i've just offended three million people but fuck yeah. them you know um you know that would be a massive thing but maybe a lot of those people forgot to subscribe massive if it was a woman i think okay this isn't a new thing i want to ask then do you, because um, when I think it was M played by uh, Judy Dench became one of the first like female bosses of the franchise. Do if we do go with a female Bond, do we then have to do a gender reversal and create a male money penny? Well, there's why not? Akos, <laughs> <laughs> why is that so funny? A male money penny. <laughs> I've just thought he should be the male money penny because money who penny could be is the male Scottish. money penny? Yeah, money penny is Scottish, so Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. <laughs> oh no, he's too old. He's, I think he's too old. You've got but to give you know, somebody you young know, with work. tight buns. Okay, Giovanni. And he could be money penny. Who could be a male money penny? Okay, I'm I'm gonna try and think of somebody um, <laughs> because we we need to somebody who's kind of British, kind of good looking, and I suppose but not no, that Daniel Craig. Danny okay. Dyer. Oh, no, no. Okay, so you're co- why would Danny Dyer be a good um, he wouldn't Mount be Money good. Penny? No, you wouldn't believe I mean, that he could, did that It would sound like a low-rent MI6 to bring Danny Dyer. I believe that he had that job, so yeah. that wouldn't work. Just getting to tone it down a bit. I was watching him in the original Prime Suspect the other day. He's very yeah. good. No, because they blew it. Don't forget they <laughs> blew Pinter rated Danny Dyer as, a, as an actor. Do you think, the thing is, they blew up the MI6 headquarters, so maybe as they're scratching around to rebuild it, they need to take on like a YTS uh, trainee or something like that, or some kind of... <laughs> the oldest YTS trainee. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, um, so Dom, who would be your nomination for... Or who would be your nom, Dom's nom, for the uh, male money penny? Well, okay, this is like a concept that I hadn't given a second's thought to yeah. all of a minute ago. Wow. Matt Smith. Matt Smith. Why? Because he's kind of, you know, you could imagine him doing the job for a start. He played Prince Philip. You could imagine him doing the job. Yeah. But also, he's slightly unconventional looking. So even though in real life he's good looking, you could buy him as a slightly awkward, unconventional guy who flirts a bit awkwardly with someone we can believe is out of his league. Okay. Do you know who I would go for? And it just occurred to me, and he would be British, is um, I think Andrew Garfield, because I think he's got that kind of height and stature of somebody who works in an office. And I think he's just got that slender frame to be kind of, um, uh, I don't know what, not, I think he's, he can become beta male as well and not occupied he, too much of the space he, on he screen looks like one matter and huh? um, Andy Murray had a baby he, he does <laughs> look like Andy Murray's like long lost and love one child look, one matter it's because he's smiling when he's Andrew Garfield <laughs> smiles he looks like one matter you know if they ever do um, Andy Murray the movie you know it's yeah. going to be Andrew Garfield yeah definitely yeah. okay so Gio who could play a male money penny right I have no names but how about 007, a new female 007 is a lesbian. How about that? <laughs> so we're, we're, we're demolishing gender barriers. So, do you, know you, what I mean? so do you want this 
lesbian 007 to be in a committed relationship rather than just flying around the world hooking up with like other spies it's never a committed relationship it's just like a meet in the bar yeah you know <laughs> do the deal yeah and and and, and that's it kind of thing but you know, open-minded is, is the key word here. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not against it. Uh, I know plot-wise, it might be shoehorned in. But um, point taken. Is, is anyone happy with the lesbian James Bond? If it becomes a female I'd James like Bond? A bisexual. Bisexual? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You like, like the controversy? Like, like Villanelle in Killing Eve. Yeah. You know? yeah. But the thing is, technically, Bond should be bisexual because there always seems to be this element of um, sexual uh, interaction in terms of like attaining knowledge and getting information from other spies as well because it's loosely alluded to that Bond is having sexual relationships with the characters he meets on missions because he's not in love he's just trying to pass through a gateway to get knowledge so technically if he's meeting men and women shouldn't he be bisexual anyway? Dom's just screwing his face up. <laughs> well, it's no, like a, it, it like, it's a crinkle cut crisp. Because it's like a billion dollar franchise that so yeah. will never happen. I mean, I think Daniel Craig tried to push the envelope a little bit with how he portrayed it. But yeah. I, I mean, there's a, there is an interaction with Javier Bardem, though, isn't it? In, um, I think, Skyfall, where there's an intimate, inter almost interrogation moment when he's called. I think they pushed him. it as far as they go, given yeah. that it is a 12-rated billion billion dollar juggernaut mm, I don't yeah. think they could have gone any further than they did but you know kudos to Daniel Craig and Javier Bardem for mm. you know doing that they they had a go they had some yeah. fun with it and um, Akosh have you got a male money penny in mind I don't know my problem is I really really like um, Naomi Harris okay and uh, I don't know <laughs> but yeah I don't know uh, I think it's not, not a good idea to change the, uh, the characters. I mean, the um, males and I think Naomi Harris has already had her best role as Moneypenny, which is the one where she was a field agent, because from yeah. now on she's like sat behind a desk. Yeah. So she's had her like starring role in the so James she, Bond films already. Do you think Naomi's had her starring role, or do you think she's been the most evolved Moneypenny? There's been. Well, she's the only money penny to get a backstory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then a story. <laughs> mm. Okay. So going back to uh, Barbara Broccoli, I mean, do you think she is um, making this statement about it has to be a male Bond now just to keep James Bond in the news until a further announcement is made? Or do you think she's taken a misstep? with this idea that it has to be a male only? Well, I don't know if they've got to keep in the news because they just announced a new director, haven't they? Mm. Which is last week, the um, True Detective guy. Yeah. Uh, okay. The True Detective guy. Yeah. Who is? Corey? No. Foucault? Yeah, Carrie. Carrie <coughs> Joji Fukunaga. Yeah. Okay. Unlike so, Japanese, but not. He is he's actually the first American director of an official Bond film, which really? is quite a breach. Which Was it no Sam Raimi one? No. Sam Raimi? No, no, no. <laughs> no American director has no, yeah. ever directed an official Bond film. Oh, okay. Wow. So why am I thinking of Sam Raimi then? Don't know. Sam Raimi never directed any. Huh? Sam Mendes, you're thinking. Sam Mendes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Sorry. He's British. No, no, I, I'm mixing up <laughs> Sam Mendes with Sam Raimi. Thanks for coming back, Nat, with that. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I'm going to call this a misstep by Barbara Broccoli. I don't think they're thinking outside the box enough. I mean, that's why they lost Danny Boyle, who's an original director who has his own vi vision. And um, they're now going back to Purvis and Wade as scriptwriters who are really terrible and they should have fired. So I just think they're failing to think outside the box, which is a shame. Yeah. What, what other things have the scriptwriters written apart from Bond? They've mostly written Bond oh, okay. and Johnny English. Oh, right, OK. Which, what's the scriptwriter's <laughs> name again? Well, it's two people. There's Purvis and Wade. They're a scriptwriting duo. Okay. And they've written basically all of the Bond films since Die Another Day. Oh, wow. You kind of winced when really? you said that, Dom. <laughs> I just, you know, I think... Is it how is it possible? They're really poor. I don't have much respect for them, I'm afraid. <laughs> but the, can I say something about um, the franchise of Bond? It's not just... Um, I'm not, I don't want to say anyone's better than anyone else, but I think there is a kind of a family unit behind how the Bonds get made because there are a lot of people who've worked on the James Bond series for like, I would say, uh, maybe 10, 15 episodes. And I think part of that family, so to speak, is what keeps Bond getting made because I think it's about assembling a team. People keep being sworn to secrecy about locations and where they're going to film and record and um, just the longevity of it. And I think maybe as writers... They've just been shoehorned into this kind of clandestine Machiavellian role where they can hold onto a script and they're not going to share it with anyone, you know. But um, I give them credit for the script for Casino Royale. Obviously, yeah. they had um, the crutch of the novel, which yeah. they haven't had in any other case. And okay. They did do a good ad adaptation of that, so I give them credit for that. But you cool, know, cool. The, the, the Quentin Tarantino was the um, one to directing the oh. Casino Royale yeah. with um, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan yeah. as the lead. Okay, that could have been interesting. Um, well, let's land the plane on this. Um, we're going to take this to a vote, guys. Um, the next Bond after Daniel Craig, should it be a female or not? Never. Hey, that's a no from Akosh. <laughs> Absolutely yes, all the way. Okay, so we've got 1-1 one, one on the votes. It's a yes from me. Okay, so it's 2-1. I, I, I really don't mind at all. You can't be indecisive, <laughs> man. You've got, you've got to cast a vote. Yeah, yeah, I have no problem with it, so yes. Okay, so, I mean, I'll go with a yes as well. So, uh, sorry about this, Akosh, but it's a 4-1 <laughs> to one vote. Booyah! Uh, Geek Sweat. <laughs> We're all winners at the end of the day. But um, yeah, it's a four to one vote. Geek Sweat approves the next female Bond to be the next Bond to be a female. So we look forward to whoever fills that uh, PK Wolfheimer shaped vacancy in future. So that brings us to the end of another Geek Sweat episode. Thanks to our co presenter, King Dom. Goodbye. Our co-hosts, Akosh. Bye, guys. And... Stephen Code. Stephen Code. Stephen Code. Stephen Code. Stephen Code. And I have been your host, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs>
the audience will, will wonder why that, that's so funny. Um, you are listening to Geek Sweat. These are our end credits, so we invite you to subscribe as well. Geek Sweat is available on Castbox, FM, iTunes, and Stitcher, believe it or not. Download either app to listen to us. If you want to support the podcast by generating an interview question, being a guest, or simply becoming a sponsor, please email film at instigateonline.com. We will have more in store. Feel free to rate us, review us inside your podcast platform. If you don't have time to do so, tell a friend instead, and we will be just as grateful. You can also find us online via Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the hashtag GeekSweat. That's G-E-E-K-S-W-E-A-T. This podcast thrives on listeners, so thank you for sharing your ears. To show you we care, we, we watch, watch films to, to save you hassle. hassle.